gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I don't think anything happened this weekend. I think this is going to be a very boring show. This is Sons of Slam podcast. Catch us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam show. I'm Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Joe Black. Joe, what is going on, brother? Um, nothing happened in this week. We're going to go home. Have a good night, guys. You can catch us, Sons of Slam on Twitter. No. And that's two <laughs> seconds in. Great. Man. What's the deal? Stuff happened. Stuff happened. (laughs) Stuff happened big time. We have a ton of time to talk about. Well, actually, no, we don't have a ton of time to talk about it. We have a a, man. I'm like, my my sheet is inundated with stuff, and there's still other stuff that we still have to talk about. That's not nothing wrestling related. We're going to talk about a lot of other stuff too. The first thing we have to get to is: Are you ready? Are Are you ready, man? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> children of all ages. The the uh, DX is in. DX is finally in as a all as a versions. Home. That's the big part. All versions of DX are in because you could you could put like well all, you could all have, versions. What? There's a lot of other versions. We we are we talking you got, about Rick, you got the five Rick Rude one two. We're we talking about briefcase briefcase non talking Rick Rude. I think they should have included him if they're going to go with everything because he was part of the original one with China. So then, okay, then let's get uh, let's get him. Let's get Hornswoggle. We're going to get. Um, oh come on! No, no, no. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about let's real, get, real ones. Oh no! See, you said all, all, all versions. Iconic, all iconic versions of Degeneration X. Okay, <laughs> okay. Is it a little better. Right. Yes, thank you for clarifying. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, because then they had these offshoots, and then it's there's no way in hell you have like 17 people in DX getting yeah, <laughs> getting inducted. The, the blue NWO is not going to be included. No. The LWO is probably not going to be like, you know. Now, why is that? Because they're Latin? Hey, I'm half Colombian. I'm half Colombian. If anything, I'm allowed to. Okay? (laughs) I don't want to hear no. I don't want to hear nothing. Man, that was another thing. (laughs) LWO. What the hell? Hell was uh, WCW thinking? It's also called anyway. the cruiserweight division of WWE right. during the Attitude Era. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the same thing. Right. This is the same. That's right. They're very true. DX is in, and uh, which which lend itself to oh, the conversations of China. And uh, does China. this count for white China? Yes, white China, not black China. <laughs> not 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 big same booty. Same spelling. Same same spelling. Same spelling. Not spelling. big booty black China, but white China. Why? Is this such a a hot button topic with her getting inducted because it was such an issue when she was alive that she wouldn't get inducted because of her after wrestling uh, endeavors? What what now is is causing people to to have such an uproar that she's not in by herself as opposed to being in with DX? I think it was a compromise between Hunter and Vince. I think Hunter okay. was after Vince so long to put China in, and especially after she had passed, right? That he came, uh, he was just going to, to Vince saying, like, listen, she's gone now. What do you, st- why can't, why can't she go in? I get, listen, I get why. Which they sucks. didn't want to put her in at first. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. With the internet nowadays, you go on Google and type in China with a Y, you're going to get something that's not appropriate coming up. Right. It's bound to happen. Sure. It's just the way, it's the day and age that we live in. So, but you gotta, you gotta put a little more trust in the people. That they won't do that. 
So (laughs) (laughs) they won't do that. You'd think, but, you know, then we have a movie that's coming out now with the uh, fight with my family. With no sexual parts in it whatsoever. Whatsoever. I'm really pissed off about that. I think that's in the end credits. Um, <laughs> they're gonna have like the mid credits going on, and there's like the backstage <laughs> bloopers <laughs> with, with Paige and, uh, and Xavier Woods, the backstage bloopers. Brad Maddox. <laughs> that really should be part of the show. I mean, that would be rated R. But it's, oh my god, it's PG thirteen, so it's not rated NC seventeen. If you remember those days, oh, it's not gonna be in there. Damn it. Um, and so they, so okay, so China and Xbox, who happened to be in the video, in a video with her also, and who was dating her, yes. So they put it in the two of them, uh, post Pornhub, and uh, yeah, it's, the, I, it's the, I guess that's, that is a compromise. Something that nobody's talking about is we finally have another two-time Hall of Famer, finally. In Sean. In Sean. Yeah, sure. Nobody's talking about that. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was gonna be Brett after the rumors right. earlier this in the beginning of the year. Everyone was saying, "Oh, the Hart Foundation because of Anvil," mm-hmm. which I really hope that they go in this year as well. And not push it along another year the way they did with China. I, I don't know if they're going to have two groups going at the same time. I think they will for Anvil because it's also not the entirety of the Heart Foundation, which I'm very upset about it as well. And the only reason they're doing that is because of Owen. There's only one left. What? Well, yeah, but like, I mean, what? <laughs> we're going to wait until Brett dies, and then they're going to be no, like, oh yeah, gonna... now now we can put everyone in because they're all dead. No, 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 they shouldn't. They absolutely should not. But. I think that if they put another group in like the Hart Foundation, who is well, way overdue as far as being inducted, then it takes some of the luster and the shine off of DX being inducted. I think you... And I would think that they, okay. would, they, would, have right. been, they would have been announced first before they DX. They should have been announced first, yeah. All right. I, so much, I much bigger, Much bigger group than DX. I mean, Do you think Anvil can go in on his own? No. Right? I don't. I don't because his his success his major success was a tag team with his, Brett. His major success outside of the Heart Foundation was Natalia. <laughs> kind of, yeah, <laughs> I, on par with with being with Brett. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's like putting in uh, Marty Jannetty with Shawn Michaels and the Heartbreak uh, and the uh, uh, with those guys. You know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just it just seems kind of seems weird. It's weird because they they threw us the curveball. Yeah, like I was like, all right, I, I I want Anvil, I want Anvil to go in. You know, he he just passed this year, right? So it, it it makes sense that they would put the Heart Foundation in, and to do it without Owen and Pillman and Davy Boy, I get that because they still have bad blood. With right. you know, isn't, there's a lawsuit too. I'm pretty sure. I, I would assume. I think there's a lawsuit between uh, Owen's wife, Owen's wife, and and the and the company, <laughs> or Vince. I don't even know. But something, it, I, I get it. I'm really happy that D-Generation D X is my childhood tag team. Yeah. I used to get in trouble at school for telling my teachers to suck it. <laughs> I used to throw up the X. Everybody thought I was talking about D, uh, DMX. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> are you ready? D-Generation. Yeah. I, I think they, they are more popular now because it's it's a younger demographic and they remember DX. Because D, DX is... Is still all over the TV because Triple H is is the son-in-law of the of the owner. DX came back. DX competed in three different decades. People forget about that. Yeah, they were created in '97. Mm-hmm. They came back in '09, and they came back for Raw 1000. Right or Raw 25. I don't yeah. know something like that. No, they came, they came back. In it the was the click that came back for Raw 25. Right. They had the whole click together. Right. So that was right. which 
what you, kayfabe is completely dead now because mm. now they're just introducing them as the click. Like what, what right, the right, hell? Right. Meanwhile, when the when the what video the, hell? the video came out from MSG of, of all of them that, in the in the, uh, in the cage. Oh god, that that McMahon put lost Triple his H's, mind. That put Triple H's career back like five years. It did absolutely did. Can you imagine what that would have happened if Vince was just like, "Good job, Hunter. Yeah. You're gonna plow my daughter one day." <laughs> <laughs> with the invention of of cell phone video and th- that when that thing came out man from a nokia brick you imagine like it's just nowadays it's like whatever it, it is what it is but then yeah you never talked about pe- guys never went outside you know it, it, together you, you would never see uh razor ramon and and, and diesel oh, yeah, chico. W- walk out walk out together out, out of an arena like oh. that, that, what the hell? Like they would meet at, at the hotel somewhere else to to ride together. What you know, and hear the stories of the of the four of them, the five of them are riding together. But you great would, stories. You would never, yeah, absolutely no, great no, stories. You, you would, would never. never see them to walk out together. You'd never see Shawn Michaels and Triple H walk out together. Like that doesn't happen now. And now, you know, now they're they're best friends and they're on uh, Table for Three and and they'll talk about these stories. Yeah, but now t- I love Table for Three. It's a great show. Like, it just gets me real nostalgic for the old days. The network is great. <laughs> There's so many good shows. On the Subscribe network. to the WWE Network. <laughs> only nine ninety nine. We're not going to pay for this. I'm pretty sure it's still only nine ninety nine. They may I, have raised it. I don't they, know. They just took. I yes, they just took my money. Yes, they so just still take it out of my bank account yeah. every week, every month, or whatever it is. Nine ninety nine. We're WWE shills here, guys. The shills. There's nothing else we can do. <laughs> also, you should check out uh, you know, uh, DCU if you get a chance to. Uh, DC, uh, uh, their, their subscription service is awesome. But I, I digress. Anyway, uh, so DX is, is going in in, uh, in the Hall of Fame. What else is going on, man? So uh, we Manny. have a little bit outside the ring. Yeah, outside a little outside. Let's talk a little. Let's talk a little baseball since we're going into uh, spring training. And catchers spring have training. officially reported, and the New York Yankees. Are on the quest for ring number 28. 28. 28. Spring training is next week. And the start is starting next week and down south in Florida. And uh, the, the the major talk coming into the end of 2018, the 2018 season, has been the available free agents and those two being Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. The lack of signings. The lack of – well, now it's a lack of signings. But now it's the a lack end, of signing. Signing. The end of the <laughs> season was, uh, okay, who's going to get them? And coming up, uh, the, because we're both Yankee fans, we're just going to talk Yankee fans, and this is our show, so we can do that. Um, the, the, I, I remember the last at least two years – uh, and everybody going on and on about a Michael K show and and all the sports talk shows is uh, when when Bryce Harper gets uh, uh, freed out of his contract with the Nationals that he, the Yankees would immediately go after him and they would have they they would have had had uh, 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 had the miracle of Judge not happened the miracle of Judge and also general managers and and, and Derek being, Jeter being smarter. The well, that too. <laughs> that was a big. That was a big thing about y- it too. Yankees, Yankee South, but but uh, across South. across the board. I was just down. In, I just down in Miami this this the past couple of days, and just being in the stadium and, and talking to everybody there, and just now now the Marlins getting uh, Jorge Posada as uh, Jeter's right hand man. It's it's Yankee South down there. The um, Yankees minor league system. Really the is. Miami Marlins. <laughs> now they trade everybody up north after they they build them up. But uh, the 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 agents are now getting smart to the fact that uh, it's it's not what you've done; it's what you are going to do, and that we're not paying you based on your past performance, but what you're going to do for us going forward. And the the Yankees being somewhat famous, at least in my mind, of signing these contracts that are just Absurd way contracts. too long, 
way too long. And the the, the idea of the idea absurd, but the idea of paying so much money for such a long period of time that you could still pay a lot of money to somebody for a short period of time and get what you can out of that time and then build up on another, say, five years. Instead of doing a 10-year contract, sign him to a five-year contract, which is what they try to do with Machado, and then see, at well, he's only 26, see at 31 what would happen. At that point, you could still sign him to another five years after that if, it's, if it works out. But these these players are looking for these, like like the, the worst signing of all time, Jacoby Ellsbury, like a A-Rod signing. These well, signings, you think Jacoby or, or A-Rod was worse? No, Jacoby by far. Jacoby by oh, far. Oh, because he, he kind of died down towards Oh, my the God. It just, it, it's the last... It's kind of like old Yeller. You shoot him dead. There's nothing. No, you've received nothing from Ellsbury. At least, at least, A-Rod was productive on the field. Yeah. You, you've, there's nothing. Even the, in that the last, last two year. years, even and this year, he's got what uh, plantar fasciitis. I can't even pronounce it. Hey, 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 that is a very serious thing. I've had it before. Not fun. Be not that as it may, at all. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> mocking the actual disease. I'm mocking the fact that there's this this idea, <laughs> this idea now that he, it seems like there's always something going on with him. Last year was his glutes. This year it's this. And so, what are the what have the Yankees gotten from him? Absolutely nothing. And they can't get rid of this contract that they gave him, and nobody wants to sign him. Why? Because he has a ridiculous contract, and he still has another couple years to go. So now, what <laughs> what do the Yankees do? They signed Stanton last year to this contract, but the 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 the, the deal with that is that it was good because the Miami Marlins actually took a lot of a lot of that contract yeah, away. Yeah, and that was a very big part of why the Yankees signed. It just basically fell in his lap. It, it fell in their lap. Which and you have to figure that was because of Jeter. There's no yeah. other way that that goes anywhere other than Jeter going to to Cal to, to Hal and Cashman. That's what I wanted to say Hal. And, and, I almost said Hank. <laughs> I think Hal is the Hal is the, Hal is the one that's more hands on. Yes, yes. So he goes to Hal and he's just like, "Listen, we don't want this guy anymore, and we need something in return. We'll take over a little bit of his contract as a courtesy to your father, mm-hmm. and then you get him. Do whatever you want with him." So that's the way they went, and I don't know how it goes back. Like, I don't know how that's going to turn out. I really don't, because they have him for the remainder of the contract. Right? Do you know what his opt out is? I, I don't. I, 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 I can look it up. I don't. I know Machado um, got to opt out. Five years. Five years, which yeah. is. Is that a player option or is that a that's club a, option? That, that's his player option. He is smart. Yeah. His agent is a genius. Yeah. Meanwhile, San Diego, what is San Diego going to. Uh, San Diego right now actually has. A mad the, good farm system. Uh, uh, the, the, probably the best farm system in all of baseball. Yeah. And the Yankees being still being three or four uh, in that list. But. They need to bring people up around him, and they need to do it quick. If if the Padres are looking to build some sort of dynasty with a three hundred million dollar player in the next couple of years, and they basically have five years to do it, because yeah. if, if they don't do anything within that five years, obviously he's going to opt out immediately and try to find something else in his Unless twilight years of his career to build, to get something as far as like a ring. But what if he's uh, see he has all the. All the cards are in his court now. All the balls are in his court. There's only one way I can see him not re-signing with the Padres, after, you know, not taking that player option. And that is? If they actually start to do something towards that fifth season, mm-hmm. he'll go in for the rest of it, which may be detrimental to both parties. Actually, no, it's not going to be detrimental to Machado. Not for him. No, he'll get paid. Yeah, that was dumb. It's going to be detrimental to the Padres because they're going to have to be paying him all this money and they're going to be in the exact same situation that Miami's in right now. Mm-hmm. 
the Padres or Miami West. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess. And that. that's the only like I I I shared it on Facebook last night. Manny Machado signs with the things and I shared it and I put dummy and he's a dummy. Why would you go? I would have taken a little bit less money, signed with the Yankees for a little bit less years, and you would have gotten at least one, if not two, championships out of that within that seven years. That's just the way that it's that that's just the way that it would have went. I think if if yeah, if um, especially with all the power that's around him, you put him, you can put him in the leadoff spot. You can put him in the number three spot. You could have Machado three to six. Machado, Judge, Stanton, Sanchez, Bird. Hmm. That's how that could have went. And that would have been ridiculous. It would have been good also with Cashman to get him. Um, also because this is the last year on uh, Didi's contract. Yeah. So if if uh, a huge uh, bargaining piece for Cashman would have been having Machado there because if you didn't want to sign if you didn't want to sign for whatever they were going to offer him, then as, as great as Didi has been and, and he's been one of my favorite Yankee players, good to you. Just take care, you know. And and it would have had Machado at, at short and uh, uh, Glaber at, at second and. If if they did want to resign him, then you had a huge a huge uh, trading piece with Andujar. You could have, you could use they that for another. Not, they should not get rid of either one of those two people. I'm not and saying Duhar I'm not saying they should. Torres, they I'm not saying they not. should. But if 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 they got Machado, I'm sorry. You, you, there's no there's no comparison. You move him to third, and you or oh, you, yeah, right now yeah, you have yeah. him, you have him at second. You have him at short until Didi gets back from Tommy John, and well, then at that point the, you, you gotta you gotta take your you know you gotta take your marbles and, and go home. I'm sorry, there's there's no choice. But see now I think it, Didi's going to resign. And Didi is the type of play like uh, from what I've seen and from what I've heard of people talk about Didi Gregorius, he is the type of player that will stay with the Yankees for a little bit less money because they know that the Yankees know the value of a player. Right. So if he stays for the Yankees for a little bit less money, he'll put all his work into making a championship team out of the Yankees. Mm. I'm not saying he's going to be the next captain. I'm not saying right. Judge can even be the next captain. You know, no one uh, as of now, nobody can replace Derek Jeter. He's another one too that you're going to have to sign. Uh, oh, they're going to give him big money. Regardless. Judge, well, Judge, that's that's the other thing too. So I, I think. Th- I, would I have liked to have seen Machado on here? Yeah, part of me, the curiosity factor is they was there. They wouldn't have been able to sign Judge. There's no way you would have signed Judge. And if Sanchez gets back to the way he was in his in his freshman season, uh, you, you have freshman to sign him. half season. Half season. Uh, you would have to sign him too. So you're, you're looking at two players immediately right there that you'd have to sign, and you already have this $300 million deal with uh, Machado that you know, it, your, your, your luxury tax is going to be way That's through the roof. That's why Stanton comes in big. Okay, because Stanton can be that player if he's not injured. And you can have, you can be paying them all of this money so that if you're paying Stanton right now, you're going to be paying him for the next, what, seven years or something like that? That's going to be a fraction of what you're going to have to pay for Judge and for Sanchez. So if you can get, like, the Stanton as of now, looking at what Sanchez and judge can do is a very good bargain if he can keep up his end of the deal in, well, pr- in production. That's what we were hoping for last year. It really didn't come to fruition, but that it it's, doesn't mean that's not exactly. going to happen this year. And also because he he went into a whole different league and I give him I will give him credit. I know it's it's people say it's baseball's baseball, but American and National are two totally different leagues and yeah, getting acclimated to pitchers in the American League that you had never seen before is hard. 
and the pitchers in the American League don't have to bat, so they don't they have that extra stamina going into right. innings. Right. Because if you're getting a pitcher that has to bat in, if you're getting a pitcher that has to bat third, and they get that third out, and then the pitcher's got to go up <laughs> and pitch another inning, yeah. you're going to have a little bit of you know wear and tear on the pitcher where he's not going to be able to perform at his best. Absolutely. Which is why they're making that rule for the uh, no D or no pitcher. They're going to make it all all league DH or whatever. Yeah, I forgot yeah. what the technical term was. I'm not good with technical terms. <laughs> are they, are they trying that this DH. year? Are they trying that this year? I, I, I no, heard no, no, no. I heard a rumor about it, but yeah. then I heard that, that it that, just they, got that, Yeah, Yeah, right now it's just the uh, – Because of the uproar the, from the entire fans. Well, the, the, the purists want to keep it, but uh, uh, right now it's just the, the pitching clock is what they're going to try out for spring training. Um, my, my last yeah, weren't point. Weren't they doing that last year? They were, but they're they're trying it like they're they're more stringent apparently about oh. the about the pitcher cl- pitching clock because they want to speed up the game. My, my my last point with with Stanton is I think that because they signed him last year, if they ha- had a, had they not signed him, I believe that Machado or Harper would have been more in play with the Yankees in a more serious fashion than they are they were this year this offseason. Stanton kind of took that money that probably was going to be allocated for them and took it off the table. Yeah. Well, you kind of figured when Stanton got signed that they were going to put more effort into Machado than they were going to Harper. Right, because you know, how many outfielders do you need? Yeah. Who, who You would have had to get rid of Clint Frazier. You would have had right. to get rid of all those people that you had. Brett Gardner would have been gone. Right. You would have had, what, Stanton, Judge, and Harper. You would have had three right fielders playing all of the outfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It would have been pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and you have Hicks in the center, and, and if you had signed Harper, Hicks is going to be alternating with him. That that's a lot of time lost for, yeah. for Hicks. And Plus I, you're I love have Hicks. to alternate DHs between Judge. You're going to want to have him time off. You're going to want to have Stanton to have time off. You're going to want to have Harper to have time off. So you're going to be integrating all of these people, and you're going to give none of the infielders that can produce that DH spot. Right. Right. So if Tulo was at shortstop when Didi gets back, but Didi can't play all the time. How is that DH spot not going to go to Didi right. to get him you know, back into back in, it right. when it's going to be going to Harper or Stanton or, or Judge or Sanchez even? Sanchez was, was a solid DH this year. Yeah. Yeah. So like where where is this all going to yeah. where is this all going to go? And you're not moving Judge from right because he's probably the best outfielder that they have other than Brett. I mean, so it, it's I th- I well, think overall they made a good choice. Who do you th- out of out of these 3? Mm-hmm. Gardner, Hicks, and Judge, who do you think is the best outfielder? Man. All around. <laughs> oh, not just arm. Arm, we know, Judge. Oh, Judge, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah that all, was all, around, all around, I think it's it's Judge. Really? Yeah. I put I, Hicks. I was, I was going to say Hicks, and then I had to think about it. I think. You think, I think the arm? The, I think arm, the arm is the one that the arm gives puts it. it in, and I think that. Uh, the arm puts it in. Huh? Uh, it the, <laughs> the arm, the arm does it for the arm does it for him, and uh, it, his his bat. He he has a better on base percentage than than Hicks. Yeah, um, you know that's why he that's why he bats second because you know, Girardi put him in in that that role, and now uh, Boone kept kept him in there because they they can recognize that he has a great walk potential, and so that's what they look for. Yeah. Even even whether they home run or. They have him uh, based on ball, man. It, it, he gets on base for uh, for Stan or or you know when Didi's if Didi's at fourth, they put him on, you know, kind of get him in. The only thing I want to see happen this year, and the only time I will be truly happy, is when Boston is eliminated from the playoffs. Once that happens, once that happens, 
I will be ecstatic. My my heart was a little happy for a second there. I just oh, I know, right? Uh, this is such it was such a horrible October. I hated October. Are you kidding me? Twenty eighteen sucked. The World <laughs> Series and the Super Bowl. I didn't even want to uh, watch I it know. this year. <laughs> I know. Between the both of them, ironically, both Los Angeles and New England. I know. Yeah, that's right. That's what's ridiculous that, about that's it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The Illuminati has infiltrated the <laughs> major sports networks. I and don't. Speaking of elimination, uh, nice, nice segue. Little, uh, <laughs> nice segue. Nice segue. And I'll I'll say I'll before I, I don't want to ruin your segue, but I don't think Boston's going to be the same this year, and I'll leave it at that because they, their their signings or lack of signings uh, leaves a little bit to be desired. Speaking of eliminations, <laughs> the chamber. Oh my God! Thank you WWE for. Finally, listening, for listening. listening and listening and bringing a product that we can be proud of and say that we actually liked because I was looking forward to the Royal Rumble as I do every year. And that was a disappointing mess. And then we no come surprises. in no surprises whatsoever. And then we come into Elimination Chamber, which I'm like, you know what? Some of these these matches, the women's match, and then we have the the SmackDown uh, elimination, and then some of these other uh, things going on with the Intercontinental Title. Like I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. He's another WWE pay per view that is uh, subpar at best, is which which the schlock that they normally put out there. And this actually, for the first time in a very long time, longer than I can actually remember, has been very good. I thought. Uh, I loved it so much. I did. It was really good. It was amazing. <laughs> it was really good. It was. If I had to rate that, to be honest, I'd give that at least an eight and a half, nine out of ten. Because the only, the only hiccup that I had with this, let me look at my notes real quick. <laughs> Oops. The only hiccup I had with this was the. Probably. <laughs> Probably just the Elimination Chamber match, like the WWE. Like I, I really? understand, I understand why they had to keep it on Brian, but yo, like he had to get through five people, and he was the first one in. Yeah, like he's just making him being the Iron Man now. Pro- listen, props to him. I, I've I've gone from I hate the heels. <clears throat> Kayfabe is still real. To me. <laughs> it's still real to me. Damn it! It's still real to me. Damn it! <laughs> I've gone from hating him immensely. To hating him even more, loving that I hate him so much. I I, I love his character now, and I, you know, it did, in the beginning it didn't make sense to me, and I I, I kind of, at least for me I get it. I get and, and as a heel, he is great, and as a wrestler, he's even better, and he's always been great. And I I, I feel like people and fans are starting to give him like the the reins, kind of like you're putting it on him just to put it on him, and nobody wants it on him. But he is right for the title, and he's right as the heel. To, to, and he's, he's right as a heel, and he's right to have the title now going into Mania. Okay. I agree with you 100%. I don't know about the Reigns thing, though. The one thing that I think they're doing correct with the women's division is they're putting the John Cena-Roman Reigns treatment on Charlotte. But they're actually telling us that Charlotte is the person that we favor in the WWE now. Mm-hmm. Right? Back in the day when Cena came up and when Reigns was coming up, the fans were like, we want Cena, we want Reigns. And the WWE was like, okay, we'll take that into consideration and right. we'll see what we can do about it. And then they they gave it to us. Right. And they gave it to us too much. Yes. Which is why we wanted them to be heel. Right. You always wanted Roman Reigns to turn heel heel, not just his dumb heel-ish babyface move. <laughs> and you always wanted Cena to turn heel. Right. 
the last heel move that Cena had was ruthless aggression. And that was it. <laughs> mm. There was nothing else. But now you saw Vince come out a couple weeks ago and legitimately say, we don't want you. We want this lady. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte has taken that and ran with it. And if you remember from last week or a couple weeks ago, I forgot when it was, I was saying to walk into Mania, you should have all four horsewomen as champions. And that first match of Elimination Chamber starting to make my prediction come true. Okay. It's really starting, and I love it. And they made them, they made the boss and hug connection into the sort of iron women, which technically they are mm-hmm. because they did compete in that first iron women match in, in NXT right. in Brooklyn, I believe. And it's just, it's crazy. Do you remember if the if the tag titles were WWF at the time for the women's? Because they keep on saying inaugural tag titles or they say first ever women's WWE tag team champions. I didn't look it up because I'm dumb and I didn't want to. <laughs> but uh, I just, they're really harping on the technicality of this phrasing. Right. They are. Which they better because I'll call them out on it 100%. Because <laughs> it's not the first ever WWE tag team champions. If it was, and then the first ones were WWF, I get it. That makes sense. And I love that they're doing that because they're taking all things into consideration. So let me just, because while you were saying that, I, I, I had it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, just for my own uh, edification, I had to look this up. So the WWF Women's Tag Team champion, Championship it. was a women's professional wrestling tag team title in the WWF. Uh, it was uh, the, the Velvet McIntyre and Princess, Princess Victoria were recognized as the inaugural champions. When they came into the promotion in 83 as the NWA, Women's World Tag Team Champions, when the NWA t- took over everything. And they were the, 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 they, they were the belt. Well, NWA was was the belt. So oh, right, right, NWA right, right. Was, was like the overall. I love how they're always the same belt. They were always the same like belt. Like Dusty and Cody have held the same belt yes. 30, 40 it's, years it's apart. The, the, same, the same exact belt. But yeah, they were the, the, the top. Uh, like So the, the organization over all the indie promotions was NWA. And then... So, like someone like Ric Flair would be, they would put the title on him. They, as a committee, would get together, decide who they give the belt to, and then that guy would be in every single promotion that there was, and he would fight all the other guys. Mm. And but he was the face of all wrestling across the country. Yeah. And then of course Vince McMahon came in and just destroyed that entire notion. Senior. And and uh, in in with WrestleMania and in his his vision when he bought the company from his dad and the rest is history. Last women's tag team uh, champions were the Glamour Girls, Lilani Kai and Judy Martin. I actually remember them. And then the titles were abandoned in '89. So yeah, that is that was... from for a six year period, actually less than a six year period, five like five and, and change. You had women's women's uh, titles. Yeah, that was about four years before I was born, so that's probably why I don't remember. All right, this this, this whole conversation's <laughs> over, and the show's over. Thanks very much. Um, and the conclusion is, I'm old. So, so they they, they finally <laughs> they finally put this on. You're an ass. I they, they they finally put these. They finally come up with these these titles, which right rightfully so they come out on Raw and they say that they're going to compete in Raw and SmackDown and and even NXT, and that is what. It should be these these titles, so they, they should not have two different uh, uh, 
factions of belts for women's titles. It just it, there's too many belts. The so thing they, that I love they did the, the most, right thing with that. Yeah, absolutely. The thing that I love the most is that they said that they were going to compete on NXT, which is like that'd be awesome. That that I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, yo, are they really going to go down to NXT? But then I'm thinking that. Vince is really not Vince. Hunter's really trying to push this as a legitimate third brand. They need to. They need to hard because And now with the with the come ups yeah. from, from from Monday night and Tuesday night, best matches I've seen in a very long time Absolutely. on on both shows. Absolutely. Okay. But they, they they legit took over both both shows. I just wanna know what the difference why would they bring up those people, Lars Sullivan, Lacey Evans, E C three. We've seen them in like I'm yeah, pretty no, sure both both sets of call-ups have had the same amount of matches. Right. What's the deal with Lacey Evans? They're, they're going to push her hard. Yeah, they're, they're going to push, push her, her hard, hard. But why you guys, oh, I should, let her show something at least. Have you seen her wrestle? Uh, I mean, in NXT, yeah, but not not in not up the in the in the, I'll be honest the with majors. You, I don't I don't remember her at all. I don't think I saw a single NXT. Really? Yeah. I, I think she, she had like four matches in NXT, and then they were just like, okay, she's getting the old. Lana gimmick, no. She looked good in, in the Royal Rumble. She came out. She she looked good. Tennille Dashwood. You know what her WWE name was? I don't know why I remember her actual name. No. Um. Um. Emma. Remember when Emma when she came out as uh yeah yeah Emmalina so or whatever so it was Emmalina two point Yeah, exactly. That's the type of gimmick that they're giving Lacey Evans. They were gonna give it with to, the, with the talent <laughs> with, with the talent with though. actual wrestling talent because she Wait can actually wrestle. Emma can wrestle. She was just never given the opportunity to wrestle. I, I can't even remember seeing like a good exactly. Match with that's the problem. A good match with her, <laughs> even well, the matches that yeah, I've seen. That's true. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just don't remember it. But, but she's still on the indies, so it's not like she this was is true, a, right. She wasn't Eva Marie, right? 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 <laughs> she was just on Big Brother. You know where that? We all knew that was going there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, Lacey Evans is just I don't, know, I don't get it. I don't get it. But uh, congratulations well, to the Boston Hug Connection. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, that was that was a good match. Elimination Chamber uh, overall was good. I mean, I can't <clears throat> I, uh, overall uh, and, and on average was good. Uh, there were a, a match or two in there that I could have done without, like Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot. Uh, I think that was a waste of a match. That was a squash. And uh, the only reason that happened was to get Becky out there and beat the crap out of both of them, which was which was awesome. And that's fine. To that to was the best part of the match. Push the story along. That's great. They should have had the match that they had on Raw on. Elimination Chamber because that match yes. they had on Raw was great, and, and they should have had Becky come out on Raw and beat the crap out of him. Then yes, yeah, <laughs> you should have had yeah. Liv. I get that. Morgan and Logan. Yep, that's the right one. Mm-hmm. You should have had them help out. What's her face, Ruby? Ruby on Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. You should have had them not there on Raw, and just had Becky come out and beat the crap out of everyone. Yeah. Actually, honestly, well, you could have had them out there on Raw and still had Becky come out and beat the crap out of everyone. She had a crutch. Yeah. <laughs> and let, let me just tell you one thing as far as Monday Night Raw is concerned with Ronda Rousey. Mm. She needs to know how to work. Okay. The only reason she got bloody and the only reason that they emphasized that was because mm. she turned the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You can tell <laughs> that she was supposed to turn to the right and she turned to the left, leaning right into right. the crutch yeah. with her head. Right. Like, come on. That's like, I've gotten hit with the chair before. I know to turn my back. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and my yeah. friend just do it all the time. Right. She used to hit people. Right in the head, man. You know that where was... to go. <laughs> as soon as she hit her in the head, I was like, that cannot be real. That can't be good. Vince does not <laughs> like headshots anymore. No. We know that. No. Yeah. 
Especially after yeah. CTE now, whew, no more headshots. She's um, she, I mean, listen, for for someone who is, is so green in in the sport, she's done well. She's I, done well. Grading her on a curve, she's done well. Yeah, she still exactly. has a lot to learn. Uh, a, a lot to learn. And uh, who uh, who am I? I? I've never stepped into a. I mean, I've stepped into a ring. I've never stepped into a ring to fight somebody. But for for her to to go from the sports she was in to what she's doing now. I give her credit. I, I give her all the credit in the world. With that being said, she still has a lot to learn. She needs um, to know how to pull her punches. Did you see that punch with oh Ruby Riot? Oh, you saw that one? She nearly tore her jaw off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Michael. If that's what you want to say. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're putting it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mike, for uh, for sugarcoating Michael. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Breaking her jaw. That match, um, I mean, the, the Storman match, what are they doing with Braun, man? That he, he, I mean, he, he was like on such an elevation. Like he, I, I keep wearing the the SummerSlam shirt that I had from uh, 2017. Like that match with with him and 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 Reigns. The only him Reigns Samoa Joe and uh, uh, Joe. Um, I love Samoa Joe. Oh jeez, uh, and Lesnar. That was an awesome match, man. And they had him on this elevation. I thought from that point to Mania. From that point to Mania, they were gonna have Mania last year. They were going to put him on, and and uh, whether they put the belt on him or not, at least have him in the main in the main card for every single match ever. And now he's he's a mid card. What is going on? Okay, I figured it out. Right. WWE, this is where I need you to listen. Indulge. If you have, you want to build Seth Rollins to the Roman Reigns, John Cena spectrum. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what they're doing right now. Right. They're building Seth Rollins to be that guy that they can always turn to to put on a good show, no matter what. Mr. Mr. Kickout or whatever they called Cena, I forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you have Rollins beat Lesnar, get Lesnar the fuck out of here. Just, just I don't want him in that WWE mm-hmm. anymore. Go back to UFC. I want first off that promo by uh, that spot with with Paul Heyman, how he conquered everyone in WWE, mm-hmm. and then he conquered everyone in UFC. No, you got busted for drugs both places. <laughs> Like, let's be real about that. One suspended you and one didn't. Hey, hey Vince, I'm talking to you. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But if you have Seth Rollins take down the beast, which I've heard read on the internet, Mm. they're trying to get like Romans and Dean to help him out in the end, like have Romans come back, big pop out of nowhere. Exactly. Which which explains a lot with why Ambrose is uh, doing what he's doing now. But yeah, go ahead. Still heel. I I don't care what you say. He's still heel. Fighting other heels. Yes. But he's still heel. But but asking they don't care, asking Rollins they don't care where, about where he the was. heel face anymore. That's a heel move. You you go ask your former tag team partner I, that you turned on. Yo, where were you? I, I needed you out there. That's like, bro, you hit me with a chair. I, <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? Because he's psychotic. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't. I, I I he's he's like blurred the line. He's like, ah, that's the past. Come on, this is now. <laughs> I could have used you out there, but no. It's, an, it's have, another build up to a shield. Yeah. If you were to have Seth Rollins take down the Beast at, at Mania. You have him have the belt. You have Braun go after Seth. Braun wins the belt at SummerSlam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you put Braun and Seth into a good program because they could both probably work well off each other. You could have Seth try to go after Braun and try to get that championship back, try to climb the mountain again right. and try to get it from Braun. But the only thing that I can tell you about Braun right now is that they, they feel Braun... Even I kind of feel Braun doesn't need a championship because he's such a crazy freakish type thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really need a championship to validate 
what he's doing. No, no, and I, I totally agree. I don't think that he needs a belt, but I, I, I'm questioning the storylines that he's in right now. Like it just seems like this is a waste of like him, Drew McIntyre, like this whole thing. I just, think they're just trying to just push it waste. off. They're trying to push it off until after Mania. Once Lesnar leaves, you just push it off till after Mania because they dropped the ball with Lesnar and Braun. I feel Braun and and, and Lesnar should have main event, not main event. It should have been the WrestleMania program, mm-hmm. but because he got injured, they had to push it back a little bit. Right. So I think what you do is you have this new heel faction in. Hang on. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. The lone... I can't think. Sons of Slam on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if you have that new faction, try to build them up, not really in a shield way, mm-hmm. but have them be the new heel faction of the Monday Night Raw, you could... That's why they have Braun, to try to make that faction... It, not really jobbing to the faction... But he's trying to put the faction over. So that eventually, once he does beat the faction in a three-on-one handicap match, because we all know it's going there at some point, right. he'll be able to, and it'll be a bigger pop because he had, he's had he been beaten down so many times. And I think you also have to make Braun look a little human. Like, come, uh, come on. Just going to have him. Oh, yeah. No, remember I'm, when, remember when uh, the great Kali used to come out and just chop a person on his head yes. and then not even pin him, just right. put a foot put up a foot on out. him? Yes, yes. Yeah. You can't have him doing that because he's just going to be a freak. You want to push him as an actual legitimate right. wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I was really disappointed at Elimination Chamber because I thought Bray Wyatt was coming out 100%. And I was thoroughly Well, you thoroughly can't just be <laughs> you can't you can't uh, fault the entire chamber because of your expectation. Oh yeah, no, but I'm just a I'm an idiot like that. <laughs> you know? Listen, I would have loved I would have loved Bray Wyatt to come out and I remember speaking of, of Bray Wyatt. I remember talking to somebody about uh, about Elimination Chamber and saying that it was two years ago in 2017 when he won the belt at Elimination Chamber, at Elimination Chamber? just to lose it at at Mania. My hope was that after that, after the 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 Chamber match that SmackDown Live put on, that awesome match which I loved, that when it came down to the last two. That they would have done the same thing for Kofi, and they would put the belt on him just to even have him lose it at Mania, which is whatever it is. It is what it is. We we, we will get to that. <laughs> we get a lot. We have a lot. Have a lot of a lot to say about Kofi. Um, yeah, I, I was hoping that that would have happened, but that that's just to just to kind of since you brought up Bray Wyatt, I, I found it interesting that they did that to him at Chamber I think just to have him lose it. And that's why they're doing this with Kofi now. First off, fans wanted Kofi to be the WWE champion in two thousand nine. Exactly 10 years ago. Exactly 10 years ago. Yeah. And now I think that the WWE is finally realizing that they don't have a lot of years left with Kofi. Dude's got muscle atrophy all over his chest and stuff. Mm. Like, he can't even flex the right way. (laughs) It's just not – it's not looking good for him. But he's he's so so impressive. Those two matches – that match last week in the gauntlet at SmackDown and then at Chamber – uh, I, I'm. There's a reason why I, they kind of brought him back and, and, and full circle, and I'm I'm shocked that they haven't done it before. I, I'm not shocked, but I I'm not shocked at all. I, I, the, the, the idea that they haven't put anything on him other than a tag title, he, he's an amazing wrestler, and I think people finally have it's kind of come full circle again that people are recognizing that, and they put they put him in, in Mustafa Ali's spot for a reason, and That's he what I'm he, sh- he shined in that. I don't think Mustafa Ali's injured. I think they just wanted to give Kofi one last run. Okay. Win the title at Mania, 
drop it at then they, slam. Then you know what? Then they did the right thing because he he took that ball and he ran. He ran with it probably as, as great as I thought Mustafa Ali could have done and put him in that spot. Kofi took it and ran with it much better than I thought Ali would have. If you would have told me that the Elimination Chamber was his last match, I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. the way that they walked out and the way that they just kept Mike the 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 Mike the camera on him that entire sh- last shot until him walking out into the back you thought it was his last <laughs> i have it written down right here it yeah. says kofi retirement question mark it like i didn't i didn't really understand why they kept it on him because for they so long because they're trying to push him but, but yeah if that's what i'm saying if he came out on smackdown and said i'm retired now it'd have been like all right that makes sense why they kept it on him for so long but it also does make sense why they kept it on him because of this big push that they're trying to get. If you think about it. He better win the damn championship at Mania. He better win it. Because at first I really wanted to see Ms. Bryan at Mania mm-hmm. with a heel Bryan. But after these past couple matches with Kofi, that's all I want to see now. Yeah. It's yeah. just I want to see Kofi finally climb the ladder. I want to see him jump on top of a castle the way Jeff Hardy did at Armageddon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to see like I want to see Kofi get his moment. He's never had a WWE uh, no. uh, a WrestleMania moment. No, Kofi's biggest WrestleMania moment to date is bringing out the Hardys at WrestleMania thirty right. That's three. Right. Right. Yep. Thirty three. Yeah. But like you gotta as host of of Mania. Yeah. As the host of Mania, which that was just the, the waste. It was a waste. They had nothing for him, so they gave him the host. Uh, but we all know that it was the Hardys coming out. Like, right, right. <laughs> I popped so hard. Yeah. When that, even when though, that music even though hit, everybody knew that, it was like it's. It was just confirmation. When of, that of music that. hit, I put up the two in the pink, one in the stink, and I was starting to. <laughs> I was starting to jam version out. Version one, version one, version one. <laughs> <laughs> they yes, they they man, I, I they they put on a hell of a like the two of them. I could have done without. I mean, the chamber was is awesome in, in and of itself, but I could have in in hindsight, I could have done without. The uh, the was it the four of the guys, because I could have just done with that match the two of them and had them go at it for say forty five minutes to an hour yeah. and just watch the two of them because like I said before Brian is an amazing wrestler I'm glad the belt's on him it should be on him he should have won that chamber match as as much as I was hyped to see Kofi go for that frog splash off that that pod and, oh you and knew that possibly, was where it was going down yeah absolutely and as soon as he missed and then you see Brian go back to the corner for the for the knee you know it was over like as that soon was as it. I saw him go up there I was like dummy it was yeah it was it was over but but the idea of the two of them and that putting out putting that on that match on the way they did and you knew that if 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 you think about it if the camera was not on Kofi Kingston the way it was it, it would have it would have squashed him they put that on him just like they did at at Smackdown Live because they they want you to sh- to, to see that this guy is trying to get up like yeah. he's trying to be built up he's and if they just had the camera the on Brian and 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 Rowan it, it it would have wouldn't have meant anything, but because they were smart enough to keep the camera on Kofi and have it on New Day, you are showing the you're showing Kofi in the middle of this and trying to be built up and get to that point again. First off, do you know what would have happened if this actually took place in 2009 with all those people that were in the ring? First off, Daniel Bryan is the youngest one in the ring, and he might be 38. Mm-hmm. Everybody everybody in there was over 40. How old is Kofi? Kofi's got to be old as hell. Listen, Kofi or filibuster. Kofi, <laughs> Kofi or Daniel Bryan has to be the youngest people in that match. And I got a little spit on my microphone. Uh. They have to be the youngest people in that match. Jeff Hardy is one hundred percent over forty. I know for a fact AJ, oh, Sty- AJ Styles is forty-one. Okay, Randy Orton has to be close to forty as well. See, Kofi Kingston is he was born in eighty-one. Thirty-eight. Thir- all right. 
38. And Daniel Bryan, also probably 38. Okay. So if you were to have all these people in 2009. Samoa Joe's not that, not that old either. He's got to be around the 30. How long has he been? How old is John Cena? They were at FCW together. 41. Okay, exactly. They were at FCW together. How old could he possibly be? 39. He's 40. He just turned. Well, no, he's he's turning 40 in March. Ah, so he is 39. I called it. (laughs) He's 39. So that's what I'm saying. They're all old as hell. Right, but some of these wrestlers. I mean, look at at Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's in his 40s and he's still going. So it's and and still going well. So I'm not saying this was a bad match. I'm just saying, imagine if this match has taken place in 2009 with Kofi the way he was performing at the time. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I didn't I I didn't watch them back then, but I know for a fact that Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe and AJ Styles all were at the peaks of their indie careers Mm -hmm. in 2009, because that's right before Daniel Bryan came to NXT. So they have to be at the prime of their career. Randy Orton was in Legacy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legacy makes sense. Okay. So all those people, if that happened in 2009, that would have been one of the best matches of all time. But it was still a crazy good match now. That's what's pretty incredible, that they were able to put together such a good match with the youngest person being 38 years old. What makes you think, I don't want to pull a card, but what makes you think that McMahon cannot... Put a belt on Kofi. Now, nothing. I'm saying even then. Oh, then. Why, why? Why is it taking so long for for them to to have? Because Vince is an old a, a soul. That's why. Vince is still with the under the impression that we need to put it on the bigger guys. Rather, but, but than it's on Brian. Pe- yeah, but that's because Brian proved himself. When was, who, who was the last black title holder? The Rock. Ah, Cedric Alexander. <laughs> I'm talking about main main title. I'm talking about main title. Black Mark Henry. Mark Henry. He he had the uh, he did he had the big yellow belt. That's right. And then before that was I don't think did Farouk ever win? Ron Simmons. No. Well, well Ron Simmons definitely didn't. Title. He was WWE tag team title. I would say the past three would be Mark Henry, Mark Henry, Booker T, and and The Rock. Would be the last Booker three T. black uh, champions. Like that's the only ones that I can think of, really. Our hmm. truth? No, he didn't. Never won the main. Nope. That's another one I would love to see. That's he's another one. True. He's like forty-five. He's, he's up there. <laughs> he's probably the oldest one on the on the roster right now. Other he than competed in the NWA. Yeah. That's what's crazy. He's an NWA World Heavyweight Champion, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Look that up. I think you know he's, what? He's OG. <laughs> He is OG. He is OG. Uh, I, I, all I'm saying is I would love to see Kofi with, with the belt. And, and I would like to see, first of all, I'd like to see all three of them have, have a belt. But more more so than anybody else right now is Kofi Kingston. And I'm loving the fact that because of, since Survivor Series, there's this idea of these, these, uh, these wrestlers that are coming up out of nowhere that last year at this time you would never have thought to be a main eventer. And now all of a sudden... You have not only Kofi Kingston, who as of as of last week at this time, we just started talking about him two weeks ago. We we weren't even thinking about Kofi Kingston. We were just talking about uh, what's going on with the elimination chamber, and now and then the following week, Kofi Kingston's in the gauntlet match, and then the week after that, he's the biggest name in wrestling. The same thing happened with Becky Lynch. Like so, all of a sudden, there's these wrestlers that for for 
months and months on end, you were like, okay, here's this guy, here's this guy, here's this other guy. That's fine. They're going to wrestle. They're going to have a match, and and so be it. They're, you know, we'll see what happens. But now you're actually, ex- I'm actually excited. Personally speaking, I'm actually excited for two wrestlers that are have come up out of nowhere and have built something to where they should have been a while ago. And Becky Lynch with this this gimmick that she has going on now is is amazing. And now Kofi man. Kingston, the man, and then Kofi Kingston coming out of, uh, out of literally nowhere, being with, with the New Day and just kind of being a, a, a mid-carder and, and a, the funny schlock guy to all of a sudden he's still doing that schlock, but he can wrestle. And why are we now recognizing this out of nowhere? Where, where was this months ago? Years ago? He always could wrestle. He just never was able to showcase it. I don't know what. Well, I don't but that's know what why. I'm asking. That's that's I, my point. I why? I really could not tell you why they're just now deciding. It's annoying to put, as shit. <laughs> to put it's the annoying. rocket. I don't know why they're now deciding to put the rocket on Kofi Kingston. Like, it, it's I don't annoying. know. Like I don't he, know what happened. Where it's like right now is when we have to do it. Now we have to do it. Now now fast lane. I, Maybe I, Mustafa Ali was injured, but if they're from what I've read, Mustafa Ali was supposed to be booked in the exact same way that Kofi Kingston is being booked right now. Now, I don't know if that was just until the gauntlet match where he went an hour because he was supposed to go that hour in the gauntlet match, Mustafa. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's just because it was because of the gauntlet match. Maybe Kofi got so over in the gauntlet match that they were just like, all right, we're going to have him take the rein and run with it. Which they, they finally they finally smarted up. But going back to our truth, Mr. Ron Killings. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ron Killings. Killings worked in TNA from 02 to 07, where he became the first African-American to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, which he held twice. And he also held the NWA Tag Champion and the TNA Tag Champion. So he's been all around the United States of America wrestling. He can go for a Grand Slam if he goes for a t- WWE title. <laughs> he's got the tag. He's had the tag titles. He's got what now? The uh, United States? Yes. He's had the Intercontinental. Speaking of which, where has he been with the United States Championship? He's, he's pulled an Oscar. Speaking of which, Oscar finally fi- finally comes out, and who, who who does she job to? But Mandy Rose, the, the shocker of all most, shockers. Uh, speaking of shockers, <laughs> the most uh, the where's Matt most beautiful thing on earth, Mandy Rose. She's gorgeous. You you can't deny that. She's got raw beauty. She is um, this fire and desire is not going to last. No, I'm, I'm telling you not because she's going to outshine Sonya Deville, and and that's a shame too because she's another, going to. She already has. I know she already has, but I mean, she's going to be like. She did it from day one. The only thing that's even keeping Sonya in the game is her actual wrestling skills. skills. <laughs> right, right. That's the only thing keeping her around. The funny thing was about that uh, t- that match. I saw Renee tell something to Graves on on camera about uh, him being the world champion of love. Oh, <laughs> He said something too. While while you're looking that up, he said something too on the on the beginning of the elimination chamber uh, uh, show, and <laughs> uh, he he, said, he mentioned I gotta look that up, but he mentioned something about about being in a relationship, and I looked at the TV. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no, stop talking, stop talking, Corey, <laughs> just yeah. stop saying anything. You could you could almost hear Vince in his headset going, you stop <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, so Renee goes, all right, world champion of love, bro. That got a big pop out yeah. of me. Uh-huh. I really. <laughs> I really, I had my recliner up and I had to wait. It was like one of them electric ones. So I had to go. (laughs) And then once it went down, I was like, yo, that was crazy. The world champion of love. The world champion of love. Dude. That's crazy. Speaking of nothing happening this weekend, uh, we have a couple minutes left. Speaking of dumpster fire, Carmella. No, no, no. Uh, 
That was a Staten Island joke. Only people from New York are going to get that one. Dude, oh my God. This, this whole weekend, leading up to uh, Elimination Chamber, I'm like, all right, so we had we had a great match with, uh, you know, last week at this time, we were here in the studio talking about the gauntlet match and Kofi going the distance and being eliminated by AJ Styles and him getting a huge pop. And... And then, you know, leading up to the chamber, I'm like, all right, so we're going to have this, this Sunday thing. And again, like I said, I was kind of like, eh, with the whole card for the chamber. And then all of a sudden, first off, we get a, the story of a WWE wrestler getting arrested. Like, what? I got to look this up and see what's going on. Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't even get that one coming across my page. WWE superstar Jimmy Uso, <laughs> twin brother of Jay Uso, half of the tag team, the Uso brothers, gets, gets arrested following an alleged drunken altercation with Detroit police. Now, reading this story, and, and, and the entire time that this whole thing is going down, reading it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this, this is happening right before Elimination Chamber. Do you think they could pull a twin magic? Like, you think they each... They, <laughs> hang on, hang on. You think, you think they each carry the different ones? They each both have different IDs? Like, one for one, one for the other? So, just in case, it's like, yo, my bad, bro. But I'm like, I, if I get in trouble, like, it's going to be all over with me. <laughs> just say that you were with my just wife. Say with, yeah, yeah. Just say you were with Trinity. Like, he, it'll all be okay, all right? And he just going, yo, yo, come on, man. You owe me one. It's like, I'm going to take yours next time. <laughs> Twin magic, you Twin know what magic. I'm saying? You got to pull it off. <laughs> why, why not? Take advantage of it. You, this, so this happens, and <laughs> he gets arrested. And the, the, the story, story is that police in Detroit it's, go into the car. They smell alcohol all, all up in the car. And then you read further into the story after the chamber and come to find out that it was Naomi that was driving. And they, were, they, they pulled her out, and they, they, tr- they tested her. Meanwhile, while they're, they're, she's talking to... The cops, Jimmy's the one that gets out and is out of the car when they, they ordered him not to, and he's talking to the police, and that's why they arrested him. Did she blow hot to the police? Is that why? Uh, it does not say. Ah, see? That's different. Do you think that... But if, but if she did, she would have been arrested, so I'm, I'm assuming not. Because Both of them extremely flexible. What if Jimmy was driving, or Jay? I don't even know. Jimmy, Jimmy was the one that was arrested. Okay. What if Jimmy was driving? And they switched up. And they switched up, just pulled the old switcheroo? Uh, twin magic. Twin magic. Yeah, twin magic. <laughs> so what if that happened, and then they were just like, hey, we need to test you because it smells like alcohol in the car? So they, they switched I mean, spots in the car. we've all been there, kind of. They switched spots in the car, and Naomi was the one that got gets out, gets tested for uh, for alcohol. But then Jimmy, like an idiot, gets out of the car and is confronting yeah, the cops. Yeah, fucking so that that happens. I'm like, okay, all right. So I'm now I'm wondering what what they're gonna do as far as the whole title match with with uh, you know the Miz and and Shane. All right, I I thoroughly now realize why I did not hear about this at all. Okay, okay. I was at work during uh, Elimination Chamber, so I had to watch it. You know, on the on the network mm-hmm. later on in the night, mm-hmm. and uh, I went on a full social media blackout. Which didn't help because I got spoiled of the, right, right, the elimination chamber. <laughs> <sighs> but uh-huh. I was at work, so I just went on a complete social media blackout. By the time I went to work, I put the notifications for WWE app completely off. Okay. I put my notifications for WWE through ESPN completely off because that got me a couple times. Mm. I was really pissed off about that. One time I turned off ESP, uh, WWE notifications, and all of a sudden I get a like an ESPN alert that says Ronda Rousey just appeared at at Survivor Series, and I'm like, God damn it! Mm-hmm. Like I did this for an, this exact purpose. So it was I, I did not hear about that okay. until like this morning, which is incredibly interesting because they put the title on him. They put the title on him. So I didn't get that's, that. 
that's the second, uh, before I get to my next point, that's the second, <laughs> hearing this whole thing with, with AEW and wrestlers going over and uh, speaking of which, Ty, Ty Dillinger asking for his release. Guess what, AEW, you probably have another wrestler. Um, it can be the perfect 11. The perfect 11 in <laughs> AEW in Vegas. Double or nothing. Um, May twenty fifth. So, <laughs> so they put the belt on. They put the belt on on the Usos a couple weeks ago. They put the belts on the Revival. Both teams rumored to want to ask for their release from WWE, and then all of a sudden, there's there's titles on them. Coincidence? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I think not. But uh, so they put the belt on them. So I'm I'm wondering about you know the, what's going to happen with the chamber because now this half of the tag team championship picture is arrested in in, in the back of a cop car, and then and the other one's a home record. <laughs> and the other one's a home record. So <laughs> guess what? You have an announced team member that's on both Raw and SmackDown on the red and blue brands. Corey Graves, his ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife, Amy Polinsky, goes on a Instagram rant. Uh, saying that his her husband or soon to be ex husband is cheating on her with Carmella. I love Corey's reaction to it. He goes, "Ha ha, you're drunk, and maybe stop doing this because I just got the call from WWE." <laughs> right, right. So I then, loved it. so then, yeah. So then he goes and says, "That's the world champion that. of love." <laughs> the world champion of love. Thank you, Renee. He <laughs> put that on on the on the bottom third of the TV every time they put the the names of uh, like Michael Cole, Renee Young, and Corey world Graves, champion world of champion of love, of love on the underneath the, the title <laughs> title picture, title uh, champion of love. Um, so then he says, "I forgot about that." They, he says, "You better shut up, or they you know they're gonna sue you." And then she goes, uh, she she deleted. The, the the post very but, smart but, but all these posts are all you know, every single time I love when people delete like it's going to be like gone forever it could go up for two seconds it's already out there and it'll be out it's, there it's and over. Just, you know, uh, 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 people in sports do it uh, celebrities all the time are putting up uh, nonsense that they didn't mean to put and they delete it it doesn't matter you'll still see it it's still record of it somebody saw it and it's going to get out there so <laughs> she deletes it and then she comments back to him about uh, about her him saying that uh, you know they can get sued or you're threatening me da 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 so then it comes out a couple days later. So even after Chamber, now Chamber's going through, and I'm in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my god, you, you, there's there's a home wrecker on on uh, Elimination Chamber. Not uh, the first one. Hey, speaking uh, of China, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they have him on Chamber, and actually, then, speaking of Stephanie, speaking of Stephanie, Stephanie was the home wrecker. True, this is right. <laughs> yes, yeah, Stephanie straight. McMahon, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, they have they have him on Chamber, and then it comes out a couple days later that they, he was already in the midst of of divorce proceedings. It's been going on for six months. He's been out of the house for two months, and uh, it, makes Corey seem like the bad guy. It makes the entire time makes Corey seem like the bad guy. But in the in the midst of it, the reason why she put it up was because he wasn't seeing anybody. Then, and then all of a sudden, apparently, he was seeing Carmella and tells his ex wife a couple days before or two days before she posted that on Instagram. Gossip. Okay. Did you <laughs> do you know? You said two months they've been separate. Six months. Six months. They've been in proceedings for six months, but for two months he's been out of the house. Okay. And then a couple of days ago, he tells he finally tells her that he's seeing somebody else. And then all of a sudden, that's when she out. wants to post post this nonsense on, on Instagram with a photo of the two of them and their kids. It, it was just it, it looked like a wedding picture. It looked like a wedding picture. And so, someone's crazy in this relationship, and it just seems like it's her. It's not looking good for for her at all. <laughs> it's not looking good for her no. because they're obviously not doing anything with Corey Graves. He's going to be the next. Jerry the King Lawler. He is the next character, Jerry the King Lawler. He, Already? He's, he's amazing. He, Did he's, you hear the way he's talking about Mandy? I was like, yo, yes. King. Yeah. <laughs> yo, you're doing I'm good. Waiting for her to, I'm waiting for him to pull out the, the puppy's line. King's and, uh, looking 40 <laughs> years younger. First off, you know, the puppy's line was actually a road dog line. 
Okay. Right. Road Dog said it once, uh-huh. or twice, right. in like a promo that he was cutting well, with the X. Then the king, and then the king, king, took king just and took it and ran with took it. Took it and ran with it. Yeah. But this is what it's interesting. How did Carmella get run in, thrown into this? Did Corey tell his ex that it was Carmella? Or did she just go on a tirade and say, hey, it's Carmella? Mm. Like, I don't know where that actually came to it. I know yeah, it's very interesting that Naomi and Carmella were also the first ones eliminated. Hmm. I don't know if uh, maybe Vince does hear stuff on the internet. A little quinky dink. Oh, yeah. No, he does. (laughs) (laughs) He absolutely does. It's a little quinky dink. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, How about that? So, yeah. So then that that goes down. (laughs) Carmella's getting around, man, with the the wrestler type. He can't can't date outside of uh, WWE. Like, what's going on? (laughs) Is it convenient? Not a lot of them can. It is convenient. Look at Michelle McCool and The Undertaker. You think that was going to happen if neither one of them was in the WWE? No, probably not. Exactly. Um, you think The Undertaker wasn't going to have two more marriages before <laughs> Michelle? You're right. That's just the way that life on the road. It's life on the road. Yeah. Yeah. They it's all the way get, it is. They all get together. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. The Carmella being the uh, the, the role model uh, for, for Graves' kids and uh, now it comes out. But now, listen. Listen, kids. Your role model is now going to be your new mom. So, Congratulations, we all yeah. win. Yay. Two Christmases. <laughs> Two, Christ- Yay. Two Christmases. <laughs> I just saw that movie the other day. It's an awesome movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Two Christmases. Walker and Texas Ranger. Um, yeah, man. This was a weekend, be- oh, weekend for the ages. Weekend of gossip for the ages. And we didn't even get a chance to talk about anything going on with, with Raw or SmackDown and, and all those other stuff. And, and let's, let's wrap, wrap everything up. And I'm just looking through the sheet of, of anything of note that happens uh, on either brand. And the only thing that I can I can find here is besides Kofi Kingston being announced as Daniel Bryan's uh, opponent for Fastlane, is the NXT come ups um, the 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 four of them that came up. And I called it. I'm not going to say that I called it, but mm-hmm. I called it a heel DIY is going to happen. Okay, and I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, I love how. Uh, they're still working off each other so well, even though all that bad blood is, has gone to the surface. Mm-hmm. And Alistair Black, personal relative of mine, he that's not true. I was going to say, what? He, uh, <laughs> he, we just share the same, same last, last name. name. Okay. K-Fabe only. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> His entrance. Oh, it's awesome. They must, they must really think highly of Aleister Black. Yes. Because if you notice, not a lot of people can get the lights turned off in the entire arena. Well, let alone have a, a However, hydraulic system come up for you. Since and the, the Undertaker, <laughs> there have been so many people that get a light shut off. Right. Like, everybody gets a light shut off. Bray Wyatt, the entire Wyatt family. Uh, Elias gets a light shut off now. Well, technically, the bar, Naomi. Gets, the bar gets a light shut off. Yeah. Them. And Aleister is a very long shut off, too. Yeah. Which is, uh, <laughs> yeah. creep me out. He creep creep me out, bro. He, he's, he's great. He, he's great. Um, he's got that. He's got that MMA style that I love. Yes, yes. And it's great incorporating, you know, different styles of martial arts into your wrestling. Doesn't abilities. need to get on the mic and, and say a lot just to no. get get this shit done. And uh, he was great. Uh, the the tag matches. I I don't understand how the revival gets the belts and then they they put over. Uh, Champion Gargano. I, mean, I, 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 I. Oh, they're setting that up for Mania. Uh, wait, <laughs> no. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, because what? What? Champ is going to still have the belt by Takeover Mania. Well, actually, 
Gargano, I'm pretty sure I also called it that, that one of them was going to be called up as the champion, like a Kevin Owens storyline. Mm-hmm. I'm calling everything off the bat. <laughs> Joey call-ups. Write that, <laughs> Joey call-ups. <laughs> write, write that down. And then my favorite wrestler now, my favorite new wrestler of all time, Ricochet. as of right now, parentheses, as of right now, is Ricochet. And the he's just one like, and only Ricochet. Ever since he did, he came in. In NXT, he did that flip over the over the rope into uh, Velveteen Dream's face. Yeah, do you remember that? I've never seen anything like that before in my life, and I, nor will I ever see anything like that again. And he, ever since that moment, and, and it wasn't even a wrestling moment. Like just watching every single one of his matches, is just and going back into in the network and watching his stuff is just he's just insane. Oh, he's incredible. I heard <laughs> I heard about him. Yeah, man crush over from there. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Are you kidding me? He's so dreamy. Yeah, the tattoos. Be fearless, bro. <laughs> That's right. He, uh, he, I wasn't introduced to his wrestling ability until really recently. I think I that that uh, the inaugural North American Championship is, I think, where where I saw him okay. showcase what he could do because it was a ladder match that's basically built for what he is. Right. But his his showing on halftime heat is, I think, what really got him over the edge with Hunter. And he was like, "All right, we're gonna have these people yeah. called up, and then we're gonna do this with them." But he's doing incredible right now. It's pretty it's pretty insane what he's actually doing as far as his wrestling ability. The guy's thirty years old. He's in the prime of his wrestling career right now. Yeah. And him first off And he's been wrestling for years. I did not know the difference between Ricochet and Leo Rush until about two months ago. <laughs> <You're racing. laughs> hey, hey, give me a you look at I them. mean, come on. Yeah. Other I, than the height, what's the difference? They have not this, much. They have, this, they have the same build, but yeah, okay. They got the same exact build. They're almost the same wrestler. <laughs> Mine is the, the the biggest difference. The height. If they were to like, if they were to like Dragon Ball Z fusion, fusion into <laughs> no, that's Power Rangers. That's my bad. Is it Power Fusion is Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, but more the uh, form of form of is that's Power Rangers. Form Vol- of I was, Triceratops. I thought it was Voltron. I don't know. I don't know. The nineties were a very long time ago for me. <laughs> I was very young in the 90s. You're a okay? baby. You're a yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm a child. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Ricochet. I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing him. It, it's, it's unfortunate with with guys with lack of size. That yeah, I mean that's been the, that's been McMahon's uh, go to for forever since Hogan. It was just you have to have guys of size. But Ricochet's got more size for a high flyer than a lot of these people do. Ricochet yeah. is he's taller than he's Dana tall. Bryan. I mean, not, he's not big, but he's no, tall. No, no, no. That's what gives him the upper, the you know, the edge. Mm. I could see him as the WWE Universal Champion, whatever, mm. just because of his height mm-hmm. and his ability to captivate the audience. So, like, you know, who I see that in that what you just said. I who I see that in now is Finn Balor. Yes, I see the same kind of kind of build, kind of aura. I was reading plans on his original title reign. They were. So far behind him, mm. it was incredible. He was getting the rocket strapped to him. Yeah, probably could have prevented Brock Lesnar from staying all this time. <sighs> Damn you, Finn! And with with that, with my cursing of Finn, Purse. we're <laughs> son of. I can't wait. I can't wait till I, I'm hoping this all this hype. I'm going to close on this with all this hype that Rollins is is doing with doing whatever it takes to to get that belt off of Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> I hope that he. Pulls out a, 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 a mallet 
and just knocks his head in and just he's knocked out and you just get the three and he can get like a 10 count on him and just he, that's it you have to put him on a stretcher and, and cart him out and you never see Lesnar again I'm so I'm so sick of refresh oh. refresh my memory real quick he pinned Reigns at 31 right in in Santa Clara when they when he came out and cashed in yeah yes I heard <laughs> side sidebar I heard the greatest stand up line of all time okay this guy was like uh I don't know what uh, people always telling me, yo, you got to watch basketball. You got to watch LeBron. You got to watch Kobe, stuff like that. He's like, no, nah, I'm a professional wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know who won the match at WrestleMania 31? A guy not even in the match. Right. <laughs> Dude, I laughed so hard after that. He was like, a guy not even in the match. I was like, that's so true. That's, that's, that's it's so incredible. True. And he, he was he's swinging that belt over his head, and he was the most overthing that entire thing. The entire card was him coming out of nowhere and people hoping that he'd cash in, and sure enough, he did. First off, the RKO out of nowhere. Yes. That was an incredible thing. Yes, yes. In and of itself. Jumping off his back. Yeah. And just... <laughs> Man, off his neck, off his neck, and he did. He did the same thing. Well, not the same thing. He did a, an awesome RKO out of nowhere uh, at the chamber uh, on yes. Sunday with uh, Styles. Man, it hey, was like, hang on, that was not out of nowhere. He he on. did put. He, he did. He my. stood up. <laughs> he walked over to him. He got his arm right. firmly around his neck, and then he went for the RKO. I, I appreciate. Okay, my, I appreciate the spot. I appreciate the spot. I appreciate the ingenuity and the, and the intuitiveness and the originality in but these But have him like, in like RKOs. an Evan Bourne type situation. Have AJ go through the air and then have Randy get him. Evan Bourne, another one. It's all these What's his that name? Come, Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel. All Whatever these wrestlers that come and go. But that's uh, <laughs> neither here nor there. Guys. He got name dropped on, on television recently. Did he? Yeah. They could, not Matt Seidel, obviously, but they were talking about uh, Kofi's championship reigns, one of them being with Evan Bourne. Air boom. That's boom. right. Air boom. 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 Air boom. Remember when Kofi was Jamaican? Was Jama- I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was just going to say when he was Jamaican. Where did that accent go, bro? Guys, thank you so much. Sons of Slam uh, show on Twitter. This was an awesome show. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Now I'm, I'm stoked for for WrestleMania season and what's to come. And hopefully we get to see more Becky Lynch crack people over the heads with crutches. Hopefully we get to see more of Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. I'm looking forward to where they're setting that up. Anything else you're you're looking forward to? Degeneration X and DX at at, uh, at Hall of Fame. Before we leave, I just got two words for you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Such a Sam show on Twitter. We'll see you guys next week. The Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs>